what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. Uh, my guest and returning guest, Sam Walker, is here. Um, you're going to have to articulate what's happened over the last... <laughs> I can see you taking a deep breath. We're in Stockholm, Sweden, and we I, I've been here for 10 plus days now, and uh, you've been here, what, a week or something? Yeah, it's uh, getting around the 10-day mark. It's been a time warp. I don't exactly know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The days and nights are all run together. No one has a wife. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not. Uh, the reason for the big breath was uh, last time we spoke on the podcast was Niagara Falls in September. Yeah. Or uh, October. October. And that was kind of coming down the final leg of uh, Now Fear This Tour. Uh-huh. And uh, we were supposed to do a part two, but we never got to it. That's right. This and is a follow-up from a podcast uh, six months ago. And a lot of stuff happened back then. <laughs> and even more stuff has happened now. So I've, uh, I was, I've been noticed over the course of, uh, you know, working with you over the last you know, uh, year or so that you've kept notes. And I don't know if you're documenting this for the court hearings so that we have a defense <laughs> <laughs> or what. But uh, I'm curious. I would like to know what's happened because uh, I don't remember. Yeah, a bit of both here. Um, let's just backtrack to uh, October when we were in Niagara Falls. That night we did a show. And uh, a total combined walkout ratio of uh, 30 plus people walked out of the show that night. It was great. <laughs> I think I did uh, maybe a dozen, uh -huh. cleared out a big table of ladies yeah. at the back of the room. And then you finished them off. There is a, definitely a one-two punch. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> they, um, listen, and anybody... I don't want anybody to leave. <laughs> no. I want them too scared to get up. Yeah. But they... Uh, Niagara Falls is a holiday town, right? So... Totally. They're a little bit more sensitive. You get people from all across the world going there to get ripped off. Yeah. It's... Uh, Keychains and t-shirts. Yeah, no, I can't... I, I've never been angry at anybody. If they were creating any kind of fuss before they uh, got kicked out or attacked the staff or any of that stuff that we had in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I guess those people just didn't have any taste. They don't have taste. I run a classy show. Uh, 
I too run a class of show. <laughs> we complement each other very well. So, we, uh, Niagara Falls, but we had, um, do we even talk about Hagersville? No, Hagersville was coming up after that. Okay, so we're going in chronological order here. Yeah, Niagara Falls is where, uh, where we left off. And then the next big gig was uh, a two-night stand in Hagersville. Yeah. You might remember them from, uh, the they were the bassist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their claim to fame was uh, a never-ending tire fire parodied on the Simpsons, Springfield. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that's what put them on the map was uh, a global um, uh, poison. Yeah. <laughs> they really took us down a notch in the environment. But that was a fun show. Uh, and also uh, a friend of mine, Rocco Stove, He's a Philly guy, and uh, we crossed paths numerous times and became friends, and he'd always mentioned that he was interested in going to Canada, and I said, why not start off in Hagersville? <laughs> so he flies in from L.A. Pick him up at the Toronto airport. Yeah. <clears throat> then drive him to a... Straight to Hagersville. Straight to Hagersville. That was the second night of the show, though. I, the first night was so sold out that they had closed-circuit television in the overflow part of the yeah. bar. So it was... Uh, that yeah. was packed. That was, they, I was shocked, you know, when they had asked me initially to do this gig in this uh, pub, restaurant type thing. And then they said it sold out in like an hour or something, and then they added a second show. And they were shit-corked. And starting the show 30 minutes late... The second show yeah. started 30 <laughs> minutes late, yeah. That, that took us to another gear. They were hammered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember the lady on stage banging the pots and pans? And then she went on and grabbed the mic. I saved it in my uh, Instagram stories. If you're ever curious on how it's all going down, watch my stories. It's pretty... Yeah, the Ogre Valkyrie mm. that was there. She wanted to get on stage and do stand-up. Yeah, and I'm she, a comedian. She went on stage, but the microphone wasn't turned on. Yeah. And, uh, she was banging pots and pans together. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty classic. That's not how you get on the stage. No. And you always turn the microphone on. Just this pissed drunk cunt. First of all, (laughs) she comes comes up to me and says, I'm going to go perform tonight. And I'm like, I don't know. No. 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 Show is full. She's a a strong arming on. And then she goes on. She's. Uh, clearly nervous that she might actually get a chance to perform, so she's hammered. Yeah. So she's stressed out, drinking, and completely unprepared and fucking insane. Rookie mistakes across the board. Oh, and that girl was a rookie mistake in life. Yeah. So that fucking scrag shuffles up on stage and starts talking to a microphone that's off on a black stage. It's There's no lighting, no yeah. nothing. And the audience is confused. It, and it was just... Oh, here we go. This is how we're starting. <laughs> yeah, and the night before had gone so well that people had come back for the second show and brought friends. But Amped up. They started drinking in the afternoon, as is wont to be in some of your shows. Mm. People get so excited for the, the evening that they uh, don't pace themselves. No, they're, they're day drinkers for the most part. They're unemployed. <laughs> yeah, these were world champion heavyweight drinkers yeah. of Ontario. They were good. Great food, by the way. Remember the steak? That was probably one of the greatest. And a complimentary meal. Yeah. 
This wasn't Saskatoon no, where that, I don't get the continental breakfast. I whatever they're doing there, uh the this the steak that I had there was one of the best pieces of beef I've eaten. Yeah. Uh Dinger's, Except that girl from Winnipeg who shits with the door open. <laughs> Holy shit. Try and get her horseshoes off. An acquired taste. Oh, a whole choir tasted her. <sighs> well, Dinger's uh Dinger's Tap House, we're gonna be back there. Later on this year, everyone gets to carry a knife on that show. <laughs> it's knife required. Knife. <laughs> chicken wire. Them, they give them a chicken wire and a, a rusty steak knife, and it's like head down, eyes up. <laughs> yeah, Hagersville. Yeah, and then uh, that eighty-seven-year-old lady. Yeah, she was a she was a sweet old lady. Really enjoyed the show, and then wanted to have intercourse with a guy a third her age. Yeah, and propositioned us separately to go into the washroom which i thought was rude because maybe if she asked us as a group like every, every guy standing in that hallway she was grinding her beaver up against my leg but it had been so mashed out over the 300 yeah. years she's been alive her pelvis was cut ripping my jeans and i had parmesan cheese all over my shoe oh she touched my face too oh yeah the face touch isn't that yeah. Where this original? Can I rub my squirrel up and down your cock, little boy? Anyway, she got shit corked. We come outside. There's a crowd of people around a pool of blood. And uh, as I look through, I could see that this old lady's flat on her back. Yeah. With like, it looked like someone threw a can of Clamato juice on the sidewalk. She was bleeding good. Yeah, luckily the volunteer fire department were fans of comedy and were there and were uh, attending to her, but uh, I was kind of standing there flat-footed and uh, <laughs> Jason told me to get the fucking car. We got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Cops are coming. Yeah, and it was like a Dukes of Hazard. I uh, hopped in the car, started it up, whipped a, whipped a shitty and... Uh, the window was rolled down, and Jason hopped in, and we were off. Yeah, it was um, it was a good uh, a good time. I gotta stop this and start it. Yeah. Oh, and we're back. So anyway, I'm eating out this 87 year old woman. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, didn't you tell me that she took her false teeth out and shoved them up her cunt? But she put. She did. You know those. Uh, Halloween plastic lips. Yeah. She put um, those on there and says, like, it doesn't make it... I can smell it still. <laughs> I can still smell it. Now it smells like tuna juice and birthday candles. With a hint of burnt tire in the air. To- <sighs> She's local girl. That's why she mm. smells like burnt tire. It's in their DNA now. <laughs> yeah, I know that. And then finished in Toronto. Then I left... And you went into exile for three months. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're forgetting about the the, the final Saturday uh, oh, Toronto show. Great. Is there was uh, there was one guy in the back corner that was sniping you with heckles, mm. and then midway through your set, you let him have it with both barrels. Yeah, I was all amped up because it was the last show of the tour, sold out. Yeah, it was pretty uh, hectic. But yeah, no, he, there were, he was chirping me from the back corner of the room and and then I found out who it was and yeah I knew that he'd come with a large group because the whole back of the room would look down at him and and like 
oh, there's our buddy. Yeah, in solidarity. And so he decided to get up and leave because you, you told him to. Like, yeah, you, you don't want to yeah. enjoy the show. You can get the hell out of here because everybody else was. Yeah, and they reply. Oh, didn't I get the whole audience? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Assholes, assholes. <laughs> nice chant. And then uh, the whole group uh, decided to exit at the about the same time and caused a bottleneck. They were all standing there like idiots. They still wanted to stay, but... They were already made their choice and were leaving. Josh O'Brien bit some guy's nose off in a fight in the stairwell. Oh, <laughs> good move. Well, this, this little old lady started flipping tables and throwing bottles and glasses. <laughs> and the cops showed up. Yeah, cops showed up. And they were choking people out. Yeah. Tor- Toronto's finest. Don't mess around. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. And my friend there brought his girlfriend on a date, <laughs> and uh, that 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 was her first time seeing live comedy. In the yeah, cops were <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that was good. That was good. That I went over to Denmark uh, and shot a, a special that I think is going to be um, online on October thirtieth. Yeah, and. Um, Denmark was great. I spent my birthday in Copenhagen. My friend Scott McDonald from Hamilton, from the Hammer, uh, he beat his cancer, so he'd come out to Denmark to party. So it was me, uh, my friend Scott, and uh, my buddy Tom from Bergen, and this uh, my friend Unar from Iceland. And uh, it was just a weird group of people over the holidays. I had it was I want to do something really different. They they lit firecrackers off every day. Yeah, I saw I saw some of your stuff online there, and it was, yeah, it was a party. Yeah, those it was guys cool. like to we're like going to make there noise. in like two days. We're going to Copenhagen uh, this Sunday. Yeah, my head is uh, my head is still spinning. Um, this is my very first time in Europe. Yeah, so you you I meet you at the train station. Yeah. So you're on the uh, express train from the airport. You show up. Um, what's your kind of first impression of Sweden? Clearly, you know, you're, even though you've not been here, you still have the internet. So you must have a, some sort of idea. What was the, the most off the grid? Oh, uh, most, most definitely. Uh, everything was so clean. That train goes 120 kilometers an hour down the track for like 15, 20 minutes, and you're going past farmland, and the only animals I saw were rabbits running in the fields, just yeah. having, a, having a gay old time. Apparently no predators out here. Yeah, and you know what? The fucked up thing, too, is I noticed this right away was you can walk up to birds. Yeah. You can almost pet a bird because no one's whipping rocks at them. Very trusting out here. Yeah, Very the rabbits, are, and there's, uh, I'm sure... Yeah, there, there's hundreds of them. Like there, in my, and I lived in the city center, Stockholm, for a while, and there would uh, there was a small park by, and there'd be a hundred rabbits. Yeah, hanging out on the grass. Those would be shoes in Alberta. Oh yeah, it's uh, if there was a clusterfuck, a herd of rabbits. Rabbits, everybody would have rabbit, rabbit coats. jackets. Yeah. yeah, every kid would have a new pair of mittens <laughs> that year. No prairie dog this year. Why? We got rabbits. And we're going to keep the faces on them. It's nice and soft. Yeah, it's a very um, safe place. Yeah, and landing here, we're staying at a comedian friend, a deal. Fakwa. I call him fuckhead. 
Yeah, I'm sure he appreciates that. He's got a good <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I landed here, and within 45 minutes, we were off to the very first uh, mic that we were going to hit just down the street, uh, Big Ben's yeah. Comedy, yeah. where you made your debut. I did many years ago. <clears throat> that When I'd first come to... Sweden, they uh, it was the only place really to do comedy on the regular. There was a, a kind of a well-known corporate club of where a lot of well-known comedians would perform in the city, but this was the only kind of open mic of its kind in the country, and it's been long running. Now they do like three shows a week, and and uh, I don't none of them they charge a fee for. No, and they're. We did probably a half dozen shows there the last uh, last week and a half. Yeah, and every night was filled. Yeah, there wasn't uh, there wasn't an empty seat in the house, and it was what more could you ask for? Right, for an audience. Exactly. They they were listening. They were you know there was uh, uh, they're very present. They're paying attention, which is a little weird sometimes because they're they're very much paying attention. Yeah, you see how much distracted we are in our own countries and culture with anything but yeah especially their grasp of english is so well that they uh they take uh, a lot of stuff a little little literally yeah you know yeah say what you mean mean what you say is very much but that doesn't really work with comedy no and english is the number one language on this planet and it's the most expressive by far so even you can never know all the words to it. And uh, a lot of, especially with good comedy, it's combinations of words that sound good as well. Like that's sure. part of the Yeah, the architecture of, the of it, for sure. Yeah, they're, um, so you go up and do Big Band, boom. And then uh, we did we do another show that night? When did the guy tell you to go fuck yourself? That was the, that was the <laughs> next night. Uh, power comedy at Brother Tuck's. And it was another hot show. Like uh, packed to the rafters, and they put me on uh, near the end. Uh, I usually go on right before Jason does, and I'm I'm Which geared up. Which is really a kind of a a very disruptive thing to put two hand grenades side by side and blow them off in the same car. They just look at it as like the bad part of the show. Well, this uh, <laughs> if we went any earlier or they separated us, yeah. it would complete derailment yeah nobody would be able to uh you don't roll back from that yeah you've changed Catch it. it but i uh i made my entrance onto stage and as soon as i got up there somebody in the back said go fuck yourself yeah and uh i didn't address it because it was right off the top and i didn't want to go in on somebody when i hadn't even told a joke yet and i didn't want to alienate uh, a foreign audience right off the top. Yeah, what a weird greeting. That would really fuck with my head. Like, is it something I'm doing to provoke this kind of response from his... But um, that guy was... I He was posturing himself for, to be disruptive. He's a fucking armchair stand-up. Yeah, and from what I've heard, that's uh, very rare in uh, Swedish audiences. They don't, yeah. they don't say I shit actually, if their mouth was full of it. I uh, I think I went out of my way to tell you how docile they were, and then yeah. you come in the fuck you, and I'm like, holy shit, this guy's from out of town, and I'm I don't think he was local, but 
Uh, people thought he was my friend uh, after the People set. thought it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was me. <laughs> fuck you. Go fuck yourself. So that was, uh, that was the entrance. He hit me with a couple more heckles. I think uh, his other nugget was, go back to England, you faggot. Yeah. And anytime I can uh, get that, provoke that kind of reaction, I know I'm doing my job. And uh, <laughs> I didn't even address it. Like it wasn't even worth it. But it was a it was a badge of honor. Yeah, it was a water off a duck's back thing. It was so it was like a a, a bad scene out of a, a a sitcom or something like that. It's like a, a worst of. Yeah, one of the producers went over and told him to told him to be quiet. And he's like, "What? I I can't heckle." Yeah. Like it was no, uh, no, some no. big surprise. Yeah, it's you. F- they feel like they're, you're taking away their their source of entertainment. But what they really don't want to do is put the time in and be do comedy themselves. But fuck that. I gotta get a dead cat. Yeah, I think that's gonna help me with a lot of my problems. A dead animal in a bag, and just squirt people with the juice. Yeah, like make a them, super soaker. Make them reach into it. So we did like a half a dozen shows. Oh, probably like ten shows. Yeah, there were a couple nights yeah. that I got up. Uh, I got up twice, and on the road, that's a huge advantage. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's nice to just to have to be able to walk across town to do your next spot. Yeah, for sure. And it's been a it's been a real eye opener. Um, it's one thing to do comedy. It's another thing to be living and existing on another continent. Yeah completely uh, out of my comfort zone yeah we're simple reading a label or getting around is like wow what the fuck yeah uh sim cards they give you the sim card but it's all in swedish on the instructions yeah 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 there's there's luckily the internet it can solve all these problems yeah uh, i have no idea how you did this uh 15 years ago when it was just like paper maps and yeah saying hi to folks <laughs> on the came street in on a sailboat no it was uh it was a lot of um you know, just, I think the street smarts of Hamilton allowed me to kind of figure out to navigate environments that I wasn't really used to. So um, I'll tell you, though, when Google Maps had come into play or any GPS-based software and new yeah. cell phones and stuff, it was very much a relief because if you notice, nothing's really in a straight line. No. <laughs> you know, these are old not. horse trails and shit that have revolved in the cities. Yeah. So they've zigzagged the streets and, uh, you know, St- Sweden has a, a relatively uh, central grid system. You can see the, the long straight lines and stuff. But once you're into like 13 letter street names and a left, right, go right here. Yeah. It, it's very confusing. A lot of, lot of syllables. I tried pun even... Even with Google Maps, I tried punching in a few things, and I had the spelling wrong, and nothing was coming up. Yeah, it's one letter, or yeah. uh, the A with the circle over it, yeah. or the double circle. Yeah. The O with the umlaut and all that. It's uh, it's very specific. Yeah. Finish, you won't even... It may as well be Scrabble. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all over the place. I couldn't even... Uh, I spent a half an hour with kids... Try to have, learn how to say cucumber in Finnish. It's kokuru, and I ruined it. Kokuru, kokuru, There's a lot of marbles. Uh, wait till you hear Danish. It's a whole other thing. I think everybody laughs at the Danish 
thing. I don't mind it. It's not as charming as like a, a Norwegian or a Swedish accent, but um, Dane's got their own thing going on. I can't. Uh, I can't wait. I'm really just gonna soak in the next couple of days, enjoy yeah. what's uh, left of the time in the city. But we we're got- on to the second leg here, really quick, and that's gonna be off to the races again. Yeah, it, it, you. I, I don't know for me, but sometimes you'd be on the road for long periods of the time, and you'd be like, "Did I have a life before this? <sighs> before I got on a flight? Like, what was I? Who? Oh, like you start looking at the people that were there." And you're like, I can't even explain this experience to them. They've had a, a real job for the, like how many? You, you work in construction, yeah, and have a that's a whole. And I've worked at numerous parts of my uh, life, uh, and um, you know, dirty jokes at the workplace is one thing, but this thing, no, not a lot of people can do it. No, and funny enough, when I'm on the job at work, I'm serious like a heart attack. I am yeah. a robo. I'm a skin terminator there. I I do my time. I, I'm polite and courteous to my coworkers, but I don't get overly into it. I don't tell them what I do. Yeah. Really, but I'm getting to a point where people know me from shows and stuff like that. They've seen me around Calgary quite a bit. So what words out, but I don't go around advertising it. And I make that sweet, sweet money and then invested in my time to be able to do something like this. Totally, because you know the payoff is way more gratifying. Don't blow the day job because then you don't get to do the fun shit. No, one helps the other. You can make a living, you know. And uh, what a day when you say, look, I've exceeded my income that I was with my day job. Yeah. Now in stand up comedy. That that's a when that when I was like, oh man, I don't have to I don't have to have a like a real job job. I you know, I can put all my attention I can afford to. It wasn't a lot of money, but yeah. it was enough that was uh I was more making more than my day job. Well you also get to that point where you you strangled somebody to death and took their job <laughs> and became a headliner. That's what somebody told me. You know, uh, they go like, there's, and you got to look at it. And that's what I tell the, you know, your fishbowl country community has a limited amount of positions. And unless you're willing to grab a shovel and dig a spot for your own stage, you yeah. know, uh, um, uh, rock clubs, coffee bars, you know, um, Sex clubs, tattoo conventions, music festivals, outside of the norm, which is a very uh, a difficult uh, thing to do. Or, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, getting to headliner. Oh, yeah. So... You can't, you can't just uh, you can't just jump into this and just be oh I'm just gonna I'm just gonna work hard at being a comedian. You have to be able to succeed at life in general because if you're getting up on stage as your biggest moment and uh, defines you as who you are, then it's not uh, it's not there. And for me, I got into this a uh, little bit older in life, so I'd already succeeded in living. I knew how to live and be, and this was my way of... Uh, Did all the tried and true stuff. Yeah. And it didn't pay off. 
No, I wasn't uh, artistically fulfilled. If I didn't have this, I would either be dead or in jail. Yeah. I say that every time I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, it sounds silly, but it's like, I, I'm, I, that is soul destroying. Yeah. And that's where they want to keep you. They don't, uh, in Canada, uh, comedy is not considered one of the arts. No. So there is zero dollars for they funding. They tolerate it. They don't even give any money for it, though. Whereas comedy is one of our greatest exports. Some of the greatest comedians to ever grace this planet are Canadian. And yeah, I understand it because you can't control the laughter. You can't control what people laugh at. And that's not the government's job. Their job is to uh, put their jack booted heel on our neck. It's their first week out of prison. Yeah. They've been, they've been captive. They just kind of shuffle in and sit down. We laugh? Okay, we all laugh. We yeah. just got out of re-education yeah, camp. It's a, it's a total... Uh, it's like they're being trained into expressing an emotion they're not really used to. And laughter you can't control. You can't, you can't fake laughter. You can give them maybe a he-he-he, but real genuine laughter, it just comes People out. People get killed over good jokes. Yeah. Like, I always think of this scenario where there's a massive public execution, whatever year it may be, and the townspeople are out there, and the executioner's there with the axe, and the guy's in the gallows there, he's got his head on the block, and the executioner's ready to drop the axe down on the guy, and there's a hush over the thing just seconds beforehand, and the guy says, dot, 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 and four guys in the back start laughing, and then yeah. they chop his head off. Right? What a what a way to go! What a way to go! And yeah. the executioner's pissed. Like last word. You think this is funny? The guy went out like a fucking hero to me. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I could see uh, one of your ancient ancestors getting on the chopping block, <laughs> and he probably requested an eight-pound bologna last meal. Yeah, he gets getting ready to get hanged. And he goes, just before they're ready to drop the floor rope from anything, they go, this is not going to ruin my shirt, eh? I got to get my deposit back. And then clank. Yeah, and then the body releases whatever it's got in there. Soul and shit included. I know. And uh, uh, You know Boomer, right? Have you seen? <laughs> I do. I do know Boomer. Boomer, he's a firefighter. Yeah. So he's dealing with... Um, you know, some of the worst case scenarios in one of the worst cities in Hamilton. He's a firefighter in Hamilton. Oh, God. Keeping busy. And he tells me some of the stories that they've, the, the encounters there. But there's always shit and blood. Yeah. That's life. And the more you don't talk about it, the more it eats you alive. It'll get you kicked out of a McDonald's playland if you yeah, just yeah. go full brown <laughs> eye on everybody. <laughs> it's just nature. Come on. Just nature. See, look at the way it comes out. It's like a snake feeding. <laughs> mm. I'm back on Snapchat. Nice. I haven't logged out in a while, but uh, it's back. Jason Rouse 666 on Snapchat. You can request the daily log fathers. Yeah. Fathers. Come see what he ate last night. Mm. It's always something good. I'm thinking about doing a, a recipe of the con continents. Continent? Yeah. What's in it? Barley, dog hair. Well, children's teeth. It's the evolution. Children's teeth. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the evolution. Everybody's uh, on Instagram photographing their meal, but come on, let's see the finished job. We want to see the complete story. I think that um, your stool would reflect your health. So if you're eating yeah. all this food that looks great, what is it doing to your body? Yeah. Is it just like maybe you have certain food allergies, but you like the picture of this type of uh, sushi? <clears throat> yeah, you've got blood in your stool. Very important to know these things. We were talking about this. You said that when you eat, it's all business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't eat for I don't eat for fun. I eat for uh, necessity. Mm. I'll have a I'll have a the odd treat every once in a while, but I like bland, healthy food that doesn't make my breath stink and is good fuel for the day and is easy and quick to eat. Not a lot of chewing. I ain't got time to chew all day. No, I you see what I eat. I I think I eat a little broader than you do. Yeah. Um. Uh. Just from working in restaurants and and being around kitchen, I kind of figured out a, a relatively easy system that I kind of work with as far as cooking on the road, which is going to be great because we're going to have an apartment in Denmark and actually have a kitchen. With a, yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to have some good food in Denmark. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that. We've been uh, surviving here, definitely. Oh, yeah, in Biodome with Polly Shore here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're staying at uh, my buddy's place here up for the next day or so, and... Um, it's been fun. Stockholm's been fun. What do you yeah. think of Old Town? We, we had some great weather when you showed up. I had high hopes for the, the tail end of this week. Yeah, we were like 18 degrees Celsius, which is, you know, T-shirt weather for America. Yeah. And, yeah, it was, uh, it was really nice to be able to go across, the, across these old, old streets. Let me tell you, there ain't a lot of fat people in Sweden. Nope. But a hell of a lot of candy, right? Oh. How much chocolate have we eaten? Everywhere. I haven't eaten that much chocolate no. since I was 11. Or licorice is delicious here as well. Yeah. That's, uh, that's been my favorite. The Finns, and I think the rest of the Scandinavia would recognize that Finnish make the best licorice. Yeah. They get a lot of it. But yeah, the local stuff is great. Chocolate is good. Like I eat way more sugar uh, and... Uh, there's so much cream. Like, what do you think? I, I love watching your face when you look at the buffet. When we go over to this great, really nice hotel up the street, and they do this really good um, uh, brunch. brunch. And, uh, yeah, you got to kind of look at things because things are really presented. Outside of the breads and the cheeses, uh, there's a, a lot of ingredients that are, don't really look that familiar. No. Are you a cheese guy? Do you do cheese? I uh I like cheese, but uh, cheese cheese is expensive, and I don't want to be uh, blowing my load on something that I don't like out here. That's for sure. Yeah, um, it's not a necessity either. That's more of those luxury. It's a nice, it's a nice thing to have. It's not it's not crackers. One of the it's a, it's a good snack. It used to be on the Canadian food pyramid, but I think they took it off. Yeah, remember that when you were a kid? Yeah, they, which is bullshit because. Uh, I'm at the top of the food pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I eat everything. What uh, we had meatballs at the meatballs for peoples. Yeah, cucaracha we was great. Delicious, delicious chicken. That's uh, a deal's restaurant. Look, look, cucaracha. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, 
Did we eat there? We no, no. We we, we stopped had. by there, but he brought uh, he brought over leftovers that night. Yeah, and gave me stuff a, he bought from McDonald's. Gave me a sliver of chicken. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, good food. We eat a variety of different stuff. Walking around the city, uh, the girls are pretty cute, huh? Uh, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, coffee. You walk by and like. Uh, a dozen Nordic Valkyries walk by, and they're just on their way to work. Like they aren't supermodels or actors or anything no. like that. They're, they're and they're dressed regular sharp. People. There's no shot. There's no like untucked shirt. No slouchy. Very put together. Like there's no scruffy. There's no scruff. I'm from a scruffy place. Yeah, Hamilton scruffy. It's rough. It's a scruff rough. Sweden is not scruff. Yeah, this isn't a working class neighborhood in the sense of uh, blue collar jobs. These people yeah, it's so push nice. a lot of pencils. We walk out of the door here and turn any direction. There's, oh, we should go over to the strings later, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I need one of those Danishes. Oh, God. Yeah, good to, good to check in, see how everything's going there. Uh, one, one of the big eye openers for me uh, has been people's perception. Of you uh, abroad, yeah. I I have good manners and uh, I'm polite and whatnot. But uh, the way the Swedish people uh, look at me you is a lot of uh, negative attention. Criminal. That's what they. Uh, that's what they look at me as as a criminal, which yeah. is fine. Which is fine. But uh, it's just kind of odd that that's like been the consensus across the board is like well you could see from our my friends and their circle of friends that they're immediately attracted to like your appearance yeah it's brought up immediately like rudely abruptly hey do you know yeah my uh they've never my nickname out here is sam mullet of the cobra kai (laughs) (laughs) or headphones yeah shut up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> deals from not a tear. It's been like Lord of the Flies in here for like a week. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a powder keg. I can see why other people would not do this because uh, I know I know people that wouldn't have been able to handle two days. Oh. Two days on this trip. No. Brett. Brett Forte, my man in the NWO back in Calgary. You know what? He'd survive, but he wouldn't be happy. No, he would not be happy. He would make it. Yeah. He couldn't a, take the ridicule of a quitter, but he would not be happy. Yeah. He'd have to be restrained. Yeah. A couple of times. Like, hey, man, I had to sit on his chest and say, listen, <laughs> listen, man, shh, shh. I'm going to lay a coiler on your chest. I'm going to hang a fucking <laughs> rat on you. <laughs> Ricky and the Rat Hangers. And that's, that's the album cover. Yeah. A lot, uh, lot of new writing going on uh, on this. It's, uh, I didn't bring any of my uh, notebooks. Mm. On the road because I, I I didn't want to lose them and also coming through international customs you don't you do not want those fellas flipping through your notebook and no, reading your any uh, border crossing and stuff it's just a, hard to explain to somebody why you've got a series listen Yoshi banned from Canada for child pornography oh <laughs> oh what you was it why? Like anime no. Because what Yoshi worked for, uh, used to do the DVD menus. So some some of Yoshi's currency was these porn DVDs yeah. that he would give out to celebrities and stuff, which actually how I met him at Just for Last Festival in the lobby of the hotel, 
Yoshi comes in and goes, oh, you're Jason Rouse, a friend of Russell Peters. Do you want some porn? Hold on a second. And gives me a stack of like DVDs that he just run off from work yeah. and would give them out like Mike Tyson and shit. And yeah. anyway, he gained a rapport of like the guy who had all this fucked up porn. And it was always like shadow of a shotgun in the background. <laughs> he always, there was nothing, no yeah. love in any of these romantic movies. Good, the good stuff. So Yoshi wrote a, a bunch of uh, child porn titles. Oh, uh, like parodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a list. And he had a stack of legal pornography with adults from yeah. a, a brand, uh, incorporated company. <laughs> so there was nothing deviant or illegal about it. It was all just blank discs. He just didn't yeah. print the covers, but the, the f- formats were the same. And now um, he got banned. But he, had, he the first time he was there was... Uh, a couple of years ago when I, he come and did Vancouver with me. So words do hurt. Written yeah. words on a, he, he, on uh, a hashtag. He, Jesus. I can't even remember the titles, but they were uh, pretty brutal. I have a friend that uh, he, he ripped a comedy set from uh, my first year and sent it to me. And it was like triple X donkey punch porn or something like that. And I, I kept the title, but it's like, if I were to pass away on this trip and my loved ones were going through my file, that How do you kind think of I feel? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Burn. No, I, put, I put everything out front. There's, I have nothing, uh, Yeah, no concerns or anything. I realized once this internet thing started to pick up, I was like, okay, there's going to be fingerprints. Everywhere. So I, I may as well make it count. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, and- uh, I, I'm not going to have my Bill Cosby moment. You can't it's hide. A, you can't get boomer, away with that kind of behavior boomer's anymore. Boomer's asshole is sewn through all my social media. So whoever has to backpedal through my life in the digital world, yeah, it's just hole after hole after hole. And so, you can verify uh, how old Boomer is by the rings around his asshole. <laughs> That's what the He's doctor said. Way that. older than 18. <laughs> <laughs> Completely legal. <laughs> it's crazy. Mr. Shit Whiskers. <laughs> Mr. Shit Whiskers. <laughs> what, what, how would you describe Shit Whiskers? Uh, Racquetball player by the glasses. <laughs> uh, she looks like a nice girl. That uh, is it. A lady though. She's a pleaser. Definitely. I didn't see any Adam's apple. I have uh, f- a f- couple photos I use. Yeah, signature. Rousisms. Yeah. I um. One of them's a gaper. A lot of you people are familiar with Boomer Phillips. You can find him on IMDb, Facebook, and um, all those social media platforms. Make sure you hit up Boomer Phillips and tell him good gaping. Yeah, king of the king of the alpha males. I can't wait to get back to Toronto and see <laughs> I know him. We worked out with him. Put us through the paces. I was happy I yeah. didn't puke. Yeah, yeah, that, no, was like, that was a decent workout. We worked yeah. out at the gym there and. Uh, he had some sort of circuit training thing that we did. Six six thirty a.m. Yeah, in the con in the condominium gym. Yeah, we'll be back in Toronto. In September. Yeah, September October. Yeah, every right. weekend is a show across Ontario, but we'll be in Toronto <laughs> for the week. As as the shows it's go, it's going to be scary. I'm going to be looking like honestly. I think Mexico City is going to be. Um, I'm going to be pretty chill there. End of the Rainbow is uh, Mexico City in November. Yeah, three shows in Mexico City. Ooh, boy. 
Oh, during the the dead, your birthday too, yeah, right? Day of the dead. Wow, that'll be. Uh, It'd be so easy to get you a birthday present in Mexico City because it costs nothing. You know what? A pack of cigarettes is like five cents. Yeah, yeah. It'll be uh, a pack of bullets to the face is free. <laughs> you're gonna get shot in the back eating out some prostitute in a whorehouse. You know what? With there a are, crossbow. There's worse ways to go. <laughs> I hope it ends up wasn't on live leak. Wasn't it Young Guns? <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips got shot in the back while he's eating out a hooker. Yeah. Did you see that video in somewhere in Mexico? The guy, homeless guy's eating out a girl in the front of a car. And they're oh. filming it, and then he pulls his face back, and it's all red. He caught a rash. Oh, yeah, yeah, a blood rash. Poison ivy. <laughs> Just in 30 uh, seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> he turned around, and he's got no teeth like meth mouths. Ah, I'm starting to retch. I'm making myself sick. That happens sometimes. Yeah. People think it's all ha-ha with me. <laughs> no. But I'm the one who's going to dream this up, and I shudder. And you have to you have to watch. You can't turn away because somebody has to witness this. And uh, so you find people don't have to watch it one hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. We're taking uh, we're taking the hits. We're doing a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a Jason Rouse corporate is doing a guy's wake. Yeah, and being as it's Europe, I hope he. Uh, He's be, probably still alive, but he's got it scheduled and doesn't want to disappoint all his people that are coming. So he's following through. It's with a it. private event, but people finding out about it and are trying to buy tickets to this funeral this <laughs> week. <laughs> and they're they they're expecting uh, like a hundred people. Uh, what a draw! And it's a closed event. It's going to be hilarious. That's gonna that's gonna be really exciting. And not to be like uh, all hosts morbid or anything like that but uh we i really love weekend at bernie's <laughs> goddamn right <laughs> i hope uh i i wish i would have got to meet the guy yeah you know well, maybe bring this up maybe yeah we'll come up with some sort of a eulogy of like maybe make up our own backstory about maybe what we might think this guy like by the sound of his name yeah and the fact that his uh we're not even joking i'm performing in Alhus, denmark at a funeral it's my corporate event, and uh, we got some shows. I'm doing the uh, Dark Mental Festival in Copenhagen, and Malmo's going to be fun. That's like when I I'm not sure. I don't have yeah. The, uh, I don't have the itinerary. I'm kind of flying Go blind to here. JasonRouse.com and uh, make sure you look up all those dates. It's going to be fun. We got we got some time. We got a couple. Of, we're going to have literally about a week off in Denmark, which will be great. Uh, it's, one of the cities I just love, enjoy walking around, man. Yeah, and that's what I've heard from people here is it's a it's a lot smaller, but you you walk around, and that's that's one of my favorite things is just trying to trying to keep up with you. Yeah, running through the streets. Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good way to see. Like I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and this happens. I talk to a lot of my friends that are in bands because it's so costly for a band to stay in a city of offer two, three, four nights. Yeah. They got to be gig to gig to gig. So I'm like, hey, how was Germany? He goes, I don't know. I was fucking hotel, airport, gig, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, you really not experience it. So to have the time to casually walk around these fucking, it's such a weird place too because there's so much old ancient architecture and yet the most modern design and uh, um, just spectacular um, 
architecture, modern shit. Like they have an opera house there that looks like something out of one of the early Star Wars movies, and yet there's a, another building beside it that looks like some sort of medieval haunted house. Uh, it probably is a medieval haunted house. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the other crazy part. The graveyards around here are breathtaking. Yeah, they're like, well just, manicured too, right? Yeah, and it's just like it's just like a nice park. You don't go play soccer in them, obviously, but they're uh, they're, they're a nice place. It isn't a and there's no signs saying don't do anything stupid. Yeah, they're just don't fuck with their own shit. Those those stones would be all booted over. Yeah. There'd be shit all over the place. Garbage. There's. Have you seen garbage? Cans of beer. Children? No. Have you heard children? I think like a few times since we've been, we saw one baby cry in 10 days. Yeah. That's because I stared at it too long, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, my second day here, we were walking down a street and it was so quiet. And then a guy crinkled a bag of chips. And it was loud. And it was like, hey, keep it down over there, buddy. <laughs> Chris Crinkle, remember? <laughs> Chris Crinkle. Yeah. Like it was, it actually kind of like was jarring, uh, that amount of noise uh, a crinkled bag of chips. It was loud. Echoing on a city street. Yeah, in the middle of the day. Surreal. It's uh, it's cool. And then we Sunday we opted to uh, Fuck You Marcus is driving us from Stockholm to uh, Copenhagen. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a real treat to actually get to see the countryside. And yeah, uh, yeah, just I don't have to worry about driving or you know, getting a ticket or anything like no, that. It's just it's a camper too. So yeah. it'll be comfortable. And uh, again, like I've never gone through that part of the country before. So it's going to, it's going to be cool. And it's not like the weather's going to be shit. I will catch a bit of rain on the way. It's only six hours. Yeah. We're getting some uh, light flakes out here. The, it's yeah. like spitting, it's spitting rain, but there's like little snowflakes. They don't even hit the ground, but uh, yeah, it's no big deal. Canada, fucking Arctic Circle up there. I saw some post today. Sault Ste. Marie's like under like three feet of water or something. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's like 30 in L.A. right now or something. I'm so looking forward to seeing the the warm sun on your body. You can't beat it. No, you can't beat it. You need you need that vitamin D. Actually, it's uh, <sighs> it's part of your healthy living. I should probably buy some. I'm probably going through some sort of withdrawal from the sun. At December in Denmark, the sun never went up and never went down. It was so weird. I'd wake up like six in the morning, five in the morning, and just look. I'll go. I guess the day's not really going to change, so I may as well just do something now. No, because there's no highs and lows. If you're not, yeah, if you're not worried about that, and you, you don't have to be back at the factory for six a.m., then what does time mean? You're also headlining your first show in Europe. Ooh, boy. At Cristania Comedy Club. What day is that? The th- Thursday or Friday? I should know this, but yeah. uh, I think it's the I think it's the Friday. Friday, that's right. Yeah. You'll be headlining at the Cristania Comedy Club in Copenhagen, just off of Pusher Street. Pull off the pull out all the stops for that one, man. I'm yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, you're gonna be like Tina Turner and, and Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, it's in an anarchist uh, village called Cristania. Christania, Christania, I, I always mispronounce it, Christania, but uh, I think I should take a, we're going to pause, I'm going to, want to smoke some? Yeah, yeah. Jazz cigarettes? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And we're back. I feel better. 
Me too. I feel a little. I I thought I was getting a cold a couple of days ago, but fuck, I feel a little. Bit. As soon as it gets damp, I just feel it in all my breaks and bones. Yeah, that's my worst is being cold. Yeah, it was snowing like when it. you left. Yeah, uh, back home in Calgary, they got a big dump. I enjoyed watching it on social media. So <sighs> there's nothing better than sitting on a beach. And watching February roll through Quebec. I can only dream (laughs) one day. Yeah, we'll do we'll be in Montreal at some point. But we got uh we got some good shows coming up. This is gonna be uh and I'm really glad it's gonna end in Mexico. I think that'll be just chill. Yeah. I just wanna eat some good food. I'm gonna visit my buddy Ricky in Cabo. It's gonna be a good time. Nice. But um, let's wrap. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> I got to quit smoking. Cock? Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Hey. Filtered or unfiltered? <laughs> it's, uh, it's dirty. Yeah. It's uh, before you were born, there was a plan to get you smoking. That was what Philip Morris and all his friends were all about. Well, I'm going to have another stab at it in June. It did, being on the road, and yeah, it's very difficult. But um, thanks for listening, everybody. Remember, go to jasonrouse.com. Check out all the um, tour dates coming up for the shows. And um, jasonrouse666 on Instagram. You can see all the wacky stories and hilarious Ellen videos mm-hmm. with AKA J shit on his balls Davis. Um, that's it. Anything you need to plug? Uh, just uh, I shall be on the Swedish people. Uh, thanks for letting me into your country. I really appreciate it, and I've been treating everything with the utmost respect. And uh, I can't wait to get back here. And you can look me up, but I'll be uh, two steps behind Jason on the road traveling across Canada. Wicked. Awesome. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon. I don't care what society thinks. Good or nothing anyway.